Hey, good morning. This is Jim Gaffney. Thanks for tuning in. Just uh, just driving to work this morning and thinking about a couple items that uh, have come up in the past, oh, I don't know, 20 years or so that seem to be consistent with people's credit. And just wanted to share that with you. Um, a couple, about four or five main reasons why people's credit uh, is not growing or, or why their credit scores are staying low or, or why their scores are decreasing actually as a result of their credit activity. Um, so to, to get started, just want to share this with you. Hopefully if, if it can't help a client of yours, maybe it can help yourself. But um, I guess the number one thing would be to pay your bills on time. It sounds simple, but a lot of people just don't, they just don't pay their bills on time. And once you go over a 30-day late payment on a credit card or installment loan debt, that's going to ding your credit pretty, pretty good. Uh, in fact, for the next 12 months, that's going to suppress or, or, or keep your credit score down um, for at least a 12-month period. It's going to take a long time to season or to, to get distance from that late payment. So pay your credit cards on time uh, within a 30-day period. Once it goes over 30 days late, it reports to all three credit bureaus uh, and puts you in a little bit of a pickle as it relates to regrowing or, or repairing that damage. Um, the second thing I'd say that I would see the most is um, overextended credit. So some people feel the need to have a credit card for every possible retail outlet <laughs> that's that's out there, and uh, that that's not the case. You, you know, the, you may have a temporary savings by having a Macy's card or a Home Depot card for an isolated purchase, but trust me, you're going to pay that back tenfold in interest from that card. So, um, you know, a three to five credit uh, trade line profile is really ideal. Maybe a car loan, a couple credit cards, student loan possibly. That's another that's another podcast for another day. But it's so important to just keep your um, the volume, or the number of credit debts uh, limited. There's no reason someone should have 20 credit cards. It's just, there's no reason. If you can't pay cash for it, um, it it's just not an excuse to have a 20, 20 different credit cards different credit, different stores throughout the mall, you got your Lowe's card, your Home Depot card, you got your car loan, um, you know, you're running up credit debt at every possible opportunity. That's going to get you in trouble. And then the available credit limit is the third part, which is how much do you owe on each card? So if you have a lot of credit cards now, um, be responsible and keep those balances low. So the available credit to current balance ratio is extremely important, extremely important. So please, if you have a credit card where the balance, let's say, is $1,000 and the available limit is, let's say, $1,000, that's called being maxed. If you are maxed or close to maxed, you should focus on one credit card at a time, start chunking down as much as you can towards that next payment, um, and get your pay, get your balances down at least below 30% would be optimal. Obviously, the lower the better, but definitely definitely below 50% of the available credit limit. Try for 30 if you can, um, and that's going to show responsible credit usage. Okay, so even though you're now paying on time, if you're maxed out on, on everything, uh, lenders, uh, loan entities of some sort, whether it's um, uh, you know mortgage loans or auto loans or just applying for something in general. Uh, they're going to look at the responsible usage of your credit uh, balances. Um, 
Another item that comes up that's really, really common is the seasoning of a credit card, the, the, the length of time that you've had that card open. So, so often I'll speak with a client, it will be a week or two before their home uh, mortgage closing, and they'll say, oh, that card, I, I closed that out. That was just a card I had co-signed on with my mom when I was in high school. Well, guess what? That, that card that you co-signed on with your mom or your dad uh, when you were in high school, now you know, fast forward 10, 15, 20 years later, that card's still open and being paid on time. That's giving you valuable, valuable reporting history that's helping your credit significantly. So by closing that card out, you're now removing a, a lengthy, uh, solid, you know, a positive payment history from your credit profile. So please keep those cards open that you've had for a long time. Close out the cards that you've that are open recent. They're not helping you really in any way. But if you've had a card that's been open for a very long time and it's being paid responsibly or there's no balance on it, uh, try to hold that card open. Uh, that's going to help your credit score grow um, and increase because the length of credit, the length of time you've had credit debt uh, is longer. And if it's responsible credit history, that's going to help your credit score. Um, so there you have it. Just a couple quick tips on your own personal credit. Pay on time. Don't max your credit cards out. Don't really don't carry more than three to five credit cards at any time, um, and don't close out cards that have been open for uh, a long period of time. So, um, you know, the credit, the interest rates that you're paying on this credit debt. I mean, God, they can range from I don't know eight percent at the lowest I might have seen, upwards of you know eighteen twenty percent I've seen on a couple of credit cards. So, um, please understand that when you're making investments into your savings accounts and your uh, IRAs and your 401s. Um, it's so important that you handle that credit first. It doesn't take, you know, a mathematician to to digest the fact that if you're investing in your, I don't know, an investment account or a stock fund and you're averaging, I don't know, a 10% return, which that would be amazing, by the way. But if you're averaging a 10% return, but you're paying a Macy's credit card or a Capital One credit card or a Home Depot credit card, if you're paying that debt back at 16%, and then you're earning 10% on this stock that you're so excited about, you're telling your neighbors, oh my God, I just got 10% earnings on this stock, you gotta go check it out, or my IRA is performing so well um, if, you know, at 10%. Well, if you owe money at 16% and you're making 10%, you're actually losing 6% interest on your own debt. So why, why owe yourself at a negative 6% uh, you know, accruing our annual interest rate if you don't have to. So please, before you start investing too deep into the college savings for your kids or for your retirement account, it's going to benefit you much more by investing in yourself and, and eliminating that credit debt. Once the credit debt, debt is eliminated, then you can go all in with your savings uh, and investing for future retirement or for college uh, or emergency funds. So so pay off the credit debt before you start the investment accounts. It's going to go a lot further than you think. So, hey, thanks for tuning in to The Mortgage Guy, and uh, we'll check with you soon. Have a great day.